0: Are you ready?
1: The Rangers players must be counting the days until they can get at Celtic's dodgy defence.
2: Here we are, they're out of the Champions League, they've lost in the league, they've had a disappointing second half performance in a 1-1 draw in Lithuania against Sudava. You know, I'm not going to
1: talk about referees here in the press conference, it's not important now it's done. But yeah, I thought we, we could have got a bit of a better performance from them as well.
3: You could tell us what to wear. No Champions League money, no sale of Dedrick Boyata.
2: You think that you're better?
3: The Rangers fans are well entitled
0: to go see. I told you. I told you we were here. I told you we had a real team this season.
2: Well you better get ready. Bow to the Masters. Rockets! Break it down! Come again Again. Tired of doing what you told to do the just just right <laughs> <laughs> you think you can tell me what to do You know who you're talking to you with a Told you we real team yeah. this season. That's a great little man. The game. It's I think you're still the you 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 like your little man Go distance, Rangers, and the up again The what, man, what it's like to be it again Tell me what to do. Here we are, and it's the biggest match of your career. Why? Because everything you stand for is on the line. We remember all the times you made people grovel for your money. These were people far less fortunate than you, people who could use your money for essentials. And what did you do? You made fun of them, you humbled them, and you humiliated them. Well, now it's my turn. I'm going to make you beg. You are going to get down on your hands and knees. This time, you'll be the one that's humbled. This time, you'll be the one that's humiliated. And this time, you will be the one that grovels for the money. A victim of your own greed, wallowing in the muck
0: of avarice. Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Cynic podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gallagher, and I'm joined by... Dermot Coyle. Hello. Lou McCaffrey. Yes, now. And uh, on his phone, Christian Wolf, what did I tell you about being on your phone? I'm so hungry. He's very hungry, I'm led to believe. Um, firstly, we just want to say thank you for your patronage. Um, thank you for getting involved with the podcast. Thanks for listening. And if you could, Louie, what are these guys, what are we directing these guys to? <laughs>
1: um, if you could leave a wee review, um, only a positive one. <laughs> um, I you like can me. say negative things about Christian if you want that's fine um, and or a 5 star rating um, on the old iTunes that would um, do us a big favour
0: yeah it would be terrific uh, so if you subscribe on iTunes or even just a review on whatever sort of uh, whether you're using Spotify or um all the other stuff. I don't know what we use, but Spreaker, etc. Um, just a wee review would be terrific, but mainly the iTunes one is, is kind of what we'd aim for. All you need to do is hit five stars. Just hit five stars. Uh, so, guys, um, how are we feeling about where we are at this current moment in time? How we're Celtic are, we're coming up to a big week, a week that will shape our season. Dermot Coyle, how are you feeling about it? Um, fine,
4: as far as Europe goes, and uh, yeah, uh, better about the the game against them on Sunday
0: uh, after watching Motherwell against them. The game against them mm-hmm. on Sunday. Uh, that's uh, how I famously quote it, also. Uh, Louis, thoughts, brief thoughts?
1: Um, ahead of this week and the games that we have, I am quietly confident. In oh, general, yeah. I am miserable.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking miserable. Second that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Christian, what, what?
3: I'm absolutely I'm quite laid back about it. I'm fined. I'm <laughs> Yeah. i do an accent later. <laughs> I think Celtic is... is it, your it, it's, it's quite hard to tell where Celtic is uh, at the moment. I don't think the Hamilton game gave much answers in terms of one way or another, in terms of what kind of performances we can expect, especially on Sunday. Um, I think the sudova game on, on first would be interesting if it's... Uh, training session, more like for, for the Rangers game, or, or there be some players arrested. But yeah, I, I'm I'm just quite keen to get to Sunday and see what the Celtic team is is like in you know in in in, in a game like that uh, now because I don't really know.
0: Did you know, there was no need for the and because I don't really know. You could have just ended the censor This uh, tip for the future.
3: Yeah, just uh, a bit more. <laughs> Quite
0: Jesus. And cool uh, <laughs> uh, so we're kind of going to talk about the Seduva game, Home and Away. We're also going to touch on the Hamilton game. Um, Christian and I differ on that game. Uh, then we're going to kind of finish up by talking about the Glasgow Derby uh, or the game against them as the mm-hmm. uh, Dermot Coyle, Coyle family says. Um, some transfer... Actually, there isn't really any transfer news. There's transfer gossip there is a lot of stuff stuff in the ether.
3: That's a nice well, wee tune, um,
0: no. no idea what that was. Uh, we'll keep it in, though. <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Um, so, w- there's a lot of stuff in the, the ether in regards to transfer. Rumours. Douglas Louise, uh, the guy from Man City, is apparently going to Fenerbahce. Do we, does anyone know anything about him? No, never. No. Really. No. no, Uh Nick Powell has been linked. I think he'd be a terrific signing. Uh, he's from he plays at currently plays at Wigan, but you know uh, he's at a contract. So Wigan are going to take a, I assume, have their hand uh, kind of pulled on pulled in that one. Forced, forced, hand forced. Thank you, Dermot. Um, and you know, there's talk of five million quid. I think he's a terrific player. Don't think we'll get him. But the main question I want to ask you is, Dermot, would you, if you had the opportunity to, would you sign John Terry? No, Would you sign it, n- would that be from A purely ethical uh, point of view <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I've
4: got morals uh, I, I always find Terry just uh, Abhorrent, uh, everything about him I think he would actually improve our defence <laughs> At this point, but I uh, also suspect that he is a bit finished um, Fed up with Celtic and sort of Big names at the end of their career that aren't really Going to add much To the to the squad um, I think we should be able to sign
0: the centre half uh, I mean obviously that's what we've been talking about for the last you know, few weeks, that's been the main kind of issues that we've had so I want to talk about we're going to cover the, the Celtic and Hamilton game but in terms of the Boyata situation so obviously Boyata played and scored against Hamilton which you know is kind of somewhat uh, an artistic <laughs> kind of uh, turn point on that um, what is your take on it Dermot, because you've not been on the pod for a couple of weeks, what's your take on the Boyata situation? I wouldn't have played him. Uh, but again, I
4: think he's actually improved our defence a little bit. Uh, I thought he was not bad against Hamilton, but wouldn't have, I wouldn't have played him. I would have got shot of him.
0: But the only issue with that is we don't really have anyone else.
4: Yeah. Uh, but principles. Principles? You know, I think it's a club built on principles. Uh, and Boyata's behaviour was uh, d- an absolute disgrace. Uh, We're out the Champions League. Taking um, it out, out the Champions League partly because of him? I, th- I think it's, I wouldn't blame it all on him, but I think doing that at the time, it, I mean, it was massively disruptive, uh, I think, and he, he could have offered us something. Louis, thoughts? Rat. Mm hmm. <laughs>
1: I don't know, I, I I didn't want him to play, I would never have played him again, I would have put him in the reserves. And I, I understand what you're saying though, with the fact that Yozo was injured, Henry was injured. Uh, we didn't really have many options, but see, for the Hamilton game, play play Tierney at
0: centre-half instead of him. I mean, potentially they could have, I mean, they obviously started with... Um lustig as part of a back three but we could yeah. have played a back four and played gamboa as well yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, sorry i was just gonna say like i, I did think i agree I, th- I thought he played really well i mean i think he, abso- I, I,
1: he absolutely strolled it i mean potentially looked, man of the match yeah i mean no he was you, he definitely was um, and he played very very well and and you know he if he played like that say on on Sunday, you would be feeling a lot more, like, a lot more confident with defence with, with I a mean, performance like that, or somebody who can perform like that. But again, I agree with Telma; it's it's the principle of it.
0: Christian, what's your kind of take on the banner and the fact that players, w- um, some of the fans, the Green Brigade had the banner and they were booing his touches when he kind of first came on, and then obviously there was counter cheating, counter booing, Co- there was booing, counter booing, counter cheating.
3: I, I think I'm buyout. I on the question of whether you should play him or not, I struggle to get too emotional either way. Because um, you're, you're dead inside. You're like a robot. Just, I think I like to call it dead back, or laid back. Um, I do think, obviously, Boyata has, has, in one way, he's been punished a little bit because his, his reputation has getting a, got a dent. Um, I think the situation around whether he was fit to play or not wouldn't have been such a big talking point if rogers hadn't said the things he, he did so he obviously he was he was clearly annoyed and he put him in a position so at that point you kind of go well he's, he's taking a rap and i don't know if if it's it's sufficient to do that in terms of, of if you want to say punishing a part of that will also be rogers being pragmatic and saying yeah I, we kind of need him in there because I have to make sure we go to the Europa League group stages, which probably would anyway without them, but also there's a huge game uh, on Sunday. And also what Bayata allows you is to go to three at the back um, more easily. Um, and we can get off to the to the Hamilton game in a while in terms of how that played out on the pitch. But in terms of the banner, you know, I think the Green Big grade is well within its right to put up a banner if, if they how they feel about a player. Um, and I also don't think banner up saying you know fit to wear the jersey doesn't necessarily mean that maybe <laughs> uh, this sounds silly but doesn't mean like he, they think he shouldn't be, be playing. I think they quite clearly said there what do you think this is what we think about your actions but that's not it's not beyond redemption uh, yeah. either and but for fans then kind of I think a lot of fans <laughs> the Greenberg big gets you know you know it, for some reason when the greenberg Red, You know, comes out with certain statements they don't like it for a reason. I don't think they want the Green Brigade to think they are the Celtic support, but I don't think the Green Brigade claim to be that. They claim to be their own group and have their own opinions, so you're allowed to disagree with them, but I think they're fully within the right to to say what they mean.
0: You know, people love the Green Brigade up until they have a disagreement with them and they're the worst (laughs) thing in the world. Um, She,
1: She and, if that happened in Italy, yeah. If he'd done that in Italy, the the ultras over there would give him a, a lot harder time than what the Green Brigade yeah. are. If he if he was at Lazio and done that, I mean, remember Riccardi um, yeah. He he was pissing about with a new contract it was yeah. last season, and yeah. the Inter fans gave him a hell of a hell of a time. What, what do
0: what do you guys think about the banner? Do you think it's fine? Do you think it's fair game? Uh, what do you think about the booing? I, th- I think the the banner's
4: totally fine. I don't like booing, yeah, uh, in particular. I didn't I just hear just much booing watching it on TV, but... I did. Oh, I oh, there's plenty. Yeah,
1: did. See, the thing was, see, with the banner, I actually thought it was quite... My initial opinion was as a, uh, it's, not a, it's not a good thing. I thought it was a bit tasteless. But then when you think about it, they could have said a lot worse. Oh, the yeah. way they'd put it <laughs> with that kind of... The quote about shrinking to fit inferior, like getting along those lines... I thought it was. I don't think there's any problem with it. He was just making so a
0: point. And that was yeah. it. I, I mean, that's the whole he can't. Ar-
1: he can't really th-
3: th- argue th- with th- it and it's, it's per- In terms of supporting the team, you know, as I said, the Green Brigade has, has earned the right to say things because they support their team from the first to the last minute. And they're the ones, you know, literally backed them and make a noise for, for 90 minutes, which a lot of that other support that would turn the nose up was saying, oh, I should never like. Uh, you know, Have a go at a player or when he's on the pitch and saying, Well, at least the Green Brigade support our team 100% all the time. Yeah, which I is, think it's a lot more than a lot of other supporters. I do. think
0: there's a lot of um, contradictory statements being made. There's a lot of people who are saying, You know, Boyat is an absolute bomb scare and he's terrible and he's dreadful, um, but he's our best defender. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I hate him. I, I, I want him to stay, but now that he's leaving, I'm going to boom. You know, a lot of people are making contradictory statements. The fact is, you're allowed to have... Your opinion on a player is allowed to change. Your opinion on a player is allowed to change because of their actions. And... Lim- Sorry, I was, dem- was
4: going to say, I think... Uh, it- I think it counts that they were criticizing his attitude and actions off the pitch in relation to the club, rather than up her performance. or yeah. anything. it wasn't just turning against someone that was having a bad day at the office or a bad run. It was he acted really. And that was a low thing to do. Because <laughs> so I
0: mean, let, let's be honest. he left us up shit. Can you kill a little yeah. bit? Because he is our best defender all round. If def- it okay, right, it and with No, I was going to
3: say. I mean, the best case scenario is now is Payata making it up to the club. With his performances on the pitch, is that obviously just a win-win for everybody?
0: I think the best is now that he le- he leaves before the window shuts, so and we get a replacement for him. I think that's the yeah. best case scenario. Yeah. I think.
3: But I, let's be honest; I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Well, we, we are only, we are. They're only not going to a-
3: sell Boyata before Sunday.
4: Was the Seville stuff or the Severe stuff? Was that just made up?
0: No, no. she thought
1: she thought Boyata to be <coughs> to to leave. I don't think he would be playing on Thursday. Because negotiations would have started already, surely. He might not so be playing would, on Thursday. He, he wouldn't play on Thursday. Um, I've got but. a
0: question here for you guys. Uh, this is from Son of Celtic. If we fail to sign a centre-back by the end of the window and keep Boyata, would you be content playing with him playing, <laughs> despite his refusal to play, as he's quite clearly better than the alternatives of if, if Hendry and Jojo? So essentially, let's say the window closes and he's still here, you're going to play him, aren't you? Yeah. Or, yeah, you're, you're more than happy to. Dermot comes yeah. by any principle for you or well, I mean I, I, I would
4: play him uh, as long as he was you know said sorry he was contrite and he
3: was actually going to put in a shift for his, you know? you, you, he knows you're disappointed with him yeah, yeah that, I, I hope so <laughs> you know
0: um, and the, let me ask you this way, do you think that um, do you think Brendan Rodgers has helped this situation do you think maybe Brendan Rodgers could have just been a little bit more I don't know Diplomatic. Diplomatic, that's the word I was looking for. A little bit more diplomatic when it came to the fact that he said, you know, oh, he could have, play- him, he could have played here, but he refused to play. Do you think he could have maybe just bit his lip a little bit before?
1: No, up- no, I think he'd I think, he, I think he done the right thing. I think he'd... And I've, I've been like very disappointed in a lot of his comments, but with regards to Boyata, I think he got it right. Because I think he saw a player taking the piss, and a player who was... Refusing to play, and yet his agent or his representative trying to make out that he was injured, which was clearly a blatant lie. And rather than going along with a lie, the agents telling, yeah. he told he told the truth and, and told the fans exactly what was going on. I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. At the end of the day, Rodgers and the club were put into this position by Boyata, by his actions, by his agent's actions. We're reacting to it, we're not creating the story or driving the story, it was them that were doing it, so I think he reacted in a a fairly decent way. I think he could have been a lot worse. Um, I think Boyata's actually probably quite lucky that Rogers holds him in such high regard.
0: um, Eddie Walsh, photographer from Long Island, New York. Not New Jersey, as I said last <laughs> week. Uh, he comments after the comments about certain players playing for themselves from Craig Gordon, coupled with the constant chat of players keen on moves away um, and the poor team performance, do you think there are more unsettled players than just Boyata? Um, this kind of leads us into another kind of point. In uh, Cham. There's been a lot of talk of unsettlement between Encham. Um, that wank Chris Boyd came out and said that he knows for a fact uh, that well, he is a wank. Yeah, no,
3: that, that yeah, I agree.
0: <laughs> um, and the funny bit, laughing at his continue. wankiness, um, he came out and basically said that he knows for a fact that you know uh, Encham and his agent are trying to kind of create a move away from Celtic. Um, do you think there is more unsettled? Do you think the squad is more unsettled than maybe we know about, or do you think that? This is all always going to kind of come. This is always going to happen when there's any sort of disenfranchised disinf- thingy with I, I, one specific player.
3: I think with a club like Celtic, where you're probably always going to have two, three good young players who might soon be taking, you know, a, a step to to a bigger league. And if it's the week before deadline day, I think there's just people kind of just go. Going to happen there is it somebody come in for a bid for me, they're probably on the phone with their agents saying, Have you heard anything? What you think? So on, you know, Celtic dealing into the Champions League and so on. I think it's the kind of thing that's probably going to rear his head pretty much in the transfer window. And well, once the window's shot, it's kind of you kind of settle back to normal. So, yeah.
4: yeah, I think that's what happens with the sort of the Celtic signing policy now of getting sort of these young players, and um, basically, if, if they're any good. Um, they come on, they get a couple of seasons under their belt and Celtic for them is always a stepping stone, really. So I don't think it's any surprise that in Cham...
1: It's, okay. it's, it's always quite hard for us, those fans, and it's Except. a bit of a catch-22 mm-hmm. because we've got, to, we've got to accept that and then you see players like in Cham, I mean, we're all big fans of Cham mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want them to be going anywhere, but you almost can't, you can't love them too much, because you know for a fact that, especially if we don't have Champions League football, that they are going to want to leave and try and get to the next stage. I I mean, mean, we're
0: not as an attractive prospect without Champions League football. uh, Since Mr. Dembele scored those two goals against Manchester City at home, he's literally been linked away ever since. Um, I don't think... I, I think you're both right. I think the days of players staying at Celtic for longer than two or three seasons if they're top, top players and that's the reason we should and I've kinda of completely wanted on this, is why we should really embrace guys like um Callum McGregor, because Callum is a really high end footballer, but he's more than likely to give him give us most of yeah. his career. Um I think Kieran Tierney will probably give us more than um, most players of that quality would. Uh, and I think that's the key. I think developing our own players through genuine interest in the youth development and how we're kind of doing that creating our own players will give us those types of players but who might stay longer and that's the key I think.
3: James Forrest is another example. James Forrest
0: is another example Um, you know Jack Hendry
3: (laughs) but but even somebody you know there's an interesting case around Stuart Armstrong because he could have been a very good player for Celtic over the four or five next seasons, but maybe the fact that he's not a Celtic fan. Create, well, a Celtic creative player and, and, and a Celtic fan, maybe that does make it easier. And for somebody like McGregor, Turney, Forrest, the threshold for leaving Celtic is going to be much higher.
0: Stuart Armstrong to me is a guy who um, he sees football as a job. Aye. Maybe, no. maybe maybe I'm under it but Sir Armstrong is a guy who I think potentially, and I said this months and months ago within two years, could be at Rangers and yeah. I think he would see it as just being at doing a job because um, he's not, you know, he's went down to Southampton and it's not exactly set to like really. now we're only three games in, fair enough started the first one, didn't do particularly well last two he's came on as a sub it might not be, it might not work out for him, uh, uh, by the way, I'm not making any judgments on him this far Right, because he could. I, I like him a lot. I'm a big fan of him. But to me, it seems like if the opportunity, if, if his kind of career does go down, wind down a little bit um, in three or four years, Rangers are there and they give him an opportunity. I think you'd be like, oh yeah, okay, because I think he sees football as a job. I, I, th- I think he played his ticket with us, but I think uh, which is fine. It's it's okay, but I think going back to Insham,
4: the disappointing thing is. He hasn't given us two good seasons. We've not really had that much out of him. We've and not. it seems to be at the first sign of him really sort of hitting his stride and getting talked up that he was looking to leave. Yeah, we and I don't know if he was looking right, to we leave. We don't even that's know if he was. It's
1: just yeah. paper
0: talk. Well,
4: th- th- I think that's th- what makes it hurt more, is you think, you're ready to jump ship straight away. Aye.
0: This, this leads us into the uh, Seduva match. Uh, so we play Seduva in the Champions League... Uh, Champions League, fuck. Europa <laughs> League... <laughs> no. <I> can get <laughs> over uh, it, on I know. Europa League playoff um, first leg we played Seduva in Lithuania, it finished one each um, I'm going to get individual thoughts on the game, I'll give you my individual thoughts before we start um, horrendous Christian will probably hit me with, <laughs> oh it's fine because it's an away leg and all that, listen and I understand um, I understand the context of the game, I understand the importance of it and I understand how in the grand scheme of things it's a decent result but in isolation, oh, turning it back on him. In isolation, it was just terrible. We started so well, what a goal after something like five minutes, a couple, maybe it was even three minutes, um, and then as, Celt- as soon as we conceded that goal, um, I don't know, the life was sucked out of us. And Cham started so well, and then he drifted out to it of the game so much that at one point he. I don't know what he was doing. Uh, You know, he's making terrible, terrible passes. He's not... I (laughs) wouldn't (laughs) do (laughs) No (laughs) I (laughs) wouldn't do No, no, no. So, for me, um, the result doesn't matter. I'm just talking about the game in isolation.
3: We talked about this on last Friday, Gal, at uh, the Cynic Live lunch. Every Friday at lunch. Live video. Uh, (laughs) This Friday as well. And I think what I, I said then was more... It was, it was more I can't wait to be put on up with pitchforks <laughs> outside that wee one day man it'll be him not me we might change the location if it comes to that yeah. I think it was more boring than awful and I think that the Hamilton game was a lot of the same whereas it was just a game where there was never a, a rhythm because the opposition team were just taking ages to for every you know dead ball or throw in the corner they are just taking ages um, Celtic never really got going in the play and it was just more meh than oh that was terrible it was just it just didn't click and it was it was pretty boring all around but I didn't sit there and go that player had was awful it <laughs> was just it just didn't work organisationally in, in the play i mean there's, there's instances of playing doing uncon- being a bit unconcentrated and, and not focused enough but to me it's, it's more the team not clicking rather than Terrible individual performances.
0: Right, I, I get all that, and I th- you're making very valid points, Thanks. but you're also taking the emotion out of the game as well. Mm. The, the well, you know, that's what I'm here for. It is. it is. Unless we talk
3: about hearts, we can talk about hearts till so I get angry.
0: But you know, like as supporters sitting watching that game, I was watching it with my dad. My dad's seventy-two, and just the idea that we go away against uh, uh, one of the uh, one of the poorest teams we've played in Europe in yeah. really quite a while. Um, and as soon as they equalised wasn't surprised, um, kind of expected it, but also, we f- we just kind of, the life was sucked out of us. Yeah. And that's not, that's a blueprint for what could happen going forward in future. I think they were just intimidated by all the army guys
4: in that stadium. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you very point. That. It's all the point. They shouldn't have been allowed to do that. Uh, but see if you concede goals like that to like, them. Jesus. I mean, it just terrifies me that <laughs> I mean, it was such a bad goal to lose. It was
0: just a f- I was just a, a floated ball it into was the box. So basic. I mean, it was everything so everything about it. Was you was take your daughter to Pollock every now and then. I you don't see goals like and see the junior games. That, you know. don't know. Do you know what I mean?
1: But we did, I mean, we started the game. I thought that you could see right away the the, the intensity and the energy levels were up. Players were running. Like in Cham, for example, I mean, he was bursting forward in a way that we've not really seen. You could see that Brendan Rodgers had asked them to give him something that they've not shown yet and really up the levels a bit. And they got rewarded for it and got the goal. But, as you say, once they lost that goal, I thought it really just became... It, it, they they almost had the mentality like it was a training match and that's how I felt watching the second half I was like they're they're just acting like this is a training match and Mm -hmm. I thought that uh, Mikey Johnson was Mikey Johnson or Mikey 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 Johnson was was really really good um, first half and especially the first kind of half hour. I thought he looked really good um, and uh, you know he Hopefully, will be the next really exciting young Scottish player who loves the loves the club and is going to stay for years. Um, But as Dermot says, like you, you see other European clubs, top European clubs, big names that when they play the Diddy teams, they thump them, and they really, really show home or away they put their stamp on it and, and they just dismissed these these smaller teams like they're nothing. We didn't do that. We We've not
0: d- done that for a long time yeah. though. I,
1: I know, but it's that's the level where we should be at and I think that's maybe what Rodgers had wanted them to do and that's why they started so positively. But they lost a, a easy goal and it was just... Ugh, let's just
0: pass See, up with it. all due respect, and I really mean this with all due respect. But Rosenberg were in a bit of a state, just in general, with how the club was running. They weren't in a good place. We should have beaten them convincingly, and we didn't. Right? I'm not. I'm not. I don't mean like after the first leg where they scored a the goal, but then what? What we won three-one in, yeah. in the first leg, going out over a um, Tron time. We should have been smarter. That. that I, I don't mean that Rose-
3: Rosenberg... Don't back out. Don't shite it because he's sitting there and he's Norwegians. Fucking
0: it. leather into him. No, no.
3: But I mean, shite. no, no. went over and got pumped by Mulder. So yeah,
0: Hebs are awful though. Yeah. P- people can talk about how great Hebs are going to go. Hebs are going to finish second. Hebs will finish 40th.
1: But d- <laughs> to, be, to be fair, to Hibs, they didn't. They, they didn't go and try and be pragmatic. Hebs for that, but can only play and one and way. And but it, what I mean yeah.
0: is uh, your point about literally spanking. Teams who are far below where they where we are. Seduva are awful, and and they put out Apple.
3: I think they are obviously they're far inferior to, to Celtic on, on an intro individual level, but don't underestimate you know the the tactical setup of those kind of teams because in general they seem to have. I I think what we saw with Saint Johnston when they've gone out to the Europa League. And met team from inferior leagues with probably inferior players. They're just better organised and a bit more clever tactically, and that's that's what Sudova did as well. Um,
0: oh, they were minced though. Sadova crap. Yeah. I it, mean, like, like, listen, see.
3: I, I think they would have been. I, I
0: think it comes down to the fact that Celtic. they should have
3: won them. Should have. I mean, obviously, the, the team of a quality, Celtic should beat easily. Uh, I'm not saying that, but I'm just thinking it was just as Lewis said. It was more like. Eh, Meh, rather than but Celtic we, going at it and, and failing completely. It's like, not that they didn't try, but there wasn't really any spark there. No. But yeah, but
0: th- th- I think that's the key point. Where are we getting inspiration from? Yeah. Tom Logic, massive fan. Tom Logic hasn't came back, Tom Logic hasn't started the season the way he finished it, unfortunately. We've lost Patrick Roberts, who I know he didn't play a lot last season, but key massive games, he was terrific. Um, we've lost Stuart Armstrong's running in midfield. We've lost his uh, very his ability to.
2: You can't complain off. about the tra- you
0: can't complain about the squad and the lack of transfers, and then turn around and say, "Oh, but we should have spanked this team." It's all the, the correlations. But, but, all the fact that but, no, we I'd, are weaker than no, we were. We are weaker than we were last season, and how, unfortunately how? Because what I've just said b- 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 players b- b- We've not replaced them a- right, right so we've
1: lost We've Paddy, Rod- Paddy Roberts And Stuart Armstrong
0: Paddy That's Roberts it. Stuart Armstrong We've also lost
1: uh, Tom Logic hasn't come T- back Paddy we... Roberts wasn't getting a game Paddy Stuart Roberts- Armstrong was coming on Making
3: sub-appearances Right, so but come
1: on, neither of those were first-team starters at the end they, of the season. But also,
3: they, they help create an environment where there's, there's competitiveness, some competitiveness yeah. for, for places. Yeah, in, in and in when, they're are, when they're on the pitch, they create more chances than anybody else. Uh, in terms of a spark, but Paddy Roberts was a spark Yeah, that could be brought Paddy on
0: Roberts everybody. is the reason we qualify uh, but, but for hold the hold Europa on, League. Hold, league yeah, cause hold, hold the, on, the
1: you're saying about competitiveness. Who's playing in the positions that they're in right now? James Forrest. James Forrest, who has started the season well. So has, has he?
0: S- I mean, he's been okay. He's, like, oh come on! He's, he's he's been better than most of the team. That's not that's not a high standard. That's that's not a high standard. But but, but, but I, I wouldn't say that his level so has personally, personally dropped. Do so you honestly think the like, Patrick Roberts? If if you think if, you're trying to tell me that a fully fit Patrick Roberts and a fully fit Stuart Armstrong ha- having had a good pre-season, wouldn't be starting on our team? I'm not saying. No, that. I'm asking that. Yes or no? I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm asking that because the fact is, if I've, they were, I they don't think
1: Paddy Roberts would be in the th- in the team straight away ahead of James Forrest after how well he was last season. Right. No, okay. I don't. Okay. And I and I don't think Armstrong would be taking over from Encham or Brown. No, I don't.
0: He'd be taking over from Rogic because Rogic has, has has hasn't Tom came back yeah. from the World
1: Cup. But he doesn't play. In that. He, no, he never also played or...
0: in that position. But you're still playing in the the ten sp- half space Fuck
3: uh, the half yeah. space. We'll get to the half space There's also a case of Scott Sinclair who had a decent start to last. What is
0: going on with Scott Sinclair? Why didn't he? But, but
3: so you have three really creative players in Sinclair, Roberts, and Armstrong. Who, as I said, most of last season they were maybe not playing so much and they were playing well, but at least there was an intensity and competition for places. So and maybe that comes out in games like Hamilton and Sodova subconsciously, where you go, oh, it's one one. <laughs> I don't need to. And maybe just that you dropped that three, four, five percent mm. of your performance, and it's not that intensity there. And obviously, there's something that Rogers was unhappy with at first, it was the intensity and the people not, in lack of a better term, showing up. But-
1: but I, I, I just think that the argument oh, that oh, you can that, fuck the, off, oh, fuck then, you. <laughs> 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 I, I think the argument that the squads weaker and that's what I, I just think it's bullshit. The I the squad think weak this weaker if you not replaced. No, no, but I must be weaker. There's <laughs> no, <laughs> no argument about <laughs> it. It's Simple it, logic. It's, it's two players who weren't playing at the end of last season. What even the second half of last season weren't playing. They weren't. Lane. But it's not. A bit, hold no, on, a minute. that was down to that was down to yeah, you're you're no, no, about no, the squad, not, no, no, not no, the first no, no, team. But hold on, what I'm saying is that there is a general malaise from all players. That's a I, that's, I, that's a different that's argument.
0: Different. That's completely different. They're not. But but that but
1: that's the thing that concerns me most is the fact that there is a malaise in that squad, and I think it's the manager's role to sort that out yeah. and him turning round and going oh well we lost two players and we've no replaced them that's no excuse for the fact that most of the team haven't
0: even started yet okay you're making a good point but those two points aren't related the squad is weaker there's no yeah. question if nothing else from a numerical, stand- numerical? numerical standpoint from right. an experience yes, standpoint I get that, the squad but is I weaker don't, yes I would not
1: I get that, but I don't I don't think that that is the reason for the malaise right
0: now. That's a different point, though. Right, well, that's the point I'm making. Well, you're, t- <laughs> well, you're having two fucking arguments in one go. You're arguing with yourself, the kid
4: No, so, you're, I'm arguing with you. Do you. think part of the problem is that aye, they started well against Sadova and then conceded and in the back of all our minds it must have been, holy shit, this team scored against us, they're crap, and we've given away such a poor goal we just better make sure we don't give away another goal. Uh, I, I think the defence is just as brutal as I, murder.
0: I, th- I honestly think, I said this a couple of weeks ago, you could probably put, um, would you call him, um, Maldini at his prime in the central that mid- central that defence. <laughs> Sorry, Because that goal last week was a combination of Gamboa not tracking his man, Gordon not commanding his box, and... If nothing else, that's that's all. I mean, the fact is both of those were culpable. But mm-hmm. if you actually look at the goal, there's a couple of opportunities for other Seduva players if that guy doesn't hit it in. Yeah. People aren't picking up their man. People aren't doing the... This is what we said last week. People aren't doing the basics at the back. Yep. Um, and I don't know what you do. Because essentially, if you've got that team and they're not doing the basics... Well, if, if you bring in, okay, I'm not saying John Terry, right? John Terry's just an example. But if you brought someone like John Terry like Colo in, Turi. Yeah, like the yeah. Out, okay, perfect example. Yeah. We brought in Colo Turi and he just brought a level of calmness to the situation. We've got Ayer, who's still developing. We've got Hendry, who is...
3: Not developing long at the moment.
0: not <laughs> developing at the moment. Um, we've, we've got two young boys who need help. Do you know, mm-hmm. they just need help. Because the other guy they're bringing in, Joseph Zumovic, he's a fucking basket case. <laughs> yeah. uh, you get Boyata who's going on fucking pissing off to fucking Sevilla on fucking holiday or whatever. Uh, and, you know, bring back Eric Sviachenko, am I right?
1: <laughs> I <think laughs> he the, should never have left. <laughs> I think of The hell bit. band Eric though. Oh, right. Classic Eric. Oh,
3: the classic Eric. Defensively, and we, we talked a little bit about this on, on Friday, which is also on the, on the is Friday podcast. Is that the, is that the, the Friday Twitter podcast. live lunches? Yeah. Is so that, d- d- they're live at lunchtime on Twitter.
1: This actually, is it actually a lunch hour? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <The> lunch <laughs> <actually is> after. <laughs> That's dedication.
3: L- you usually don't have time to eat.
0: My lunch on a Friday is like three hours. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so yeah, um, slouch on Friday, lunchtime. I think defensively, what we kind of saw against Sudova was this case of the defensive line not being aggressive enough in, in terms and what I mean by that is not pushing up after the whole team when there was maybe a counter-attack from Henry and maybe especially not attacking the ball and getting higher up to
0: do that. Henry didn't play against the Dover. Um so well, he No, down. he did.
3: No, he didn't. He was, he
0: like was left back in Glasgow. Where uh, he Henry
3: didn't, didn't go. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm thinking about the fistle game. Um <laughs> But <laughs> fuck that eh? <laughs> we
2: <laughs> don't
1: give him
0: it. now, eh, <laughs> Fucking fancy. But uh, nah, it, your point still stands. See
3: though. if we actually listen to Christian every time he's on the podcast. <laughs> we probably figure out that he doesn't actually watch anything. <laughs> but I think of those two last games against Vissel and Sudova was that there was so much space between the midfield and, and defense, and also the midfield and, and the forward at times. And I think by going to Trina back in Hamilton, even though it is just Hamilton, was that if if you put and it was quite clear that you put Boyata in the middle you kind of let Lustig and, and especially Ayer has a bit more license to just push up and be aggressive in the challenges and when maybe the team is counterattacking, so so they're kind of they're closer they're more staggered in terms of defence midfield and, and so on so I think bringing Boyata in is a good thing because he's, he's he's a better player than who's been in that defensively as well but you allow you to do go three at the back for the, the three centre-backs and I think that Kinda makes maybe Ayer more comfortable to be more aggressive and, and pushing up, but also also Lustig. I think he's probably his best position now is probably in a back three, being a, like a hybrid right back and a centre back. So I, I think that hopefully we'll see that on Thursday and Sunday that, that there's a difference in organisation and have the line up, and that will help maybe more than just getting another player in.
0: I want to bring Dermot in a second, but we've got a question from Jamie um, at Jamie sixty seven. Could Christopher Ayer move back into midfield and become Scott Brown's replacement? Christopher Ayer is a really good passer of the ball. He comes out of midfield well. He's a good tackler. He's quite hard. He's quite a hard man, one of you Norwegian hard men. That's right. Um, do you think that would be an option? Not necessarily this season or the season after, but you know, if we bring in two genuinely good centre-halves, um, could Christopher Ayer cover both positions? I think... Where does he play for Norway? Centre-back. Oh, is he for centre-back?
3: And then I think... I think the short answer is, is no because
0: um, he made an arson against
3: Hamilton <laughs> twice <laughs> he's not very good nice nah, well, take this back a step but if I, I he was Scottish would, what would you think of him? Oh, he'd probably think he was good he, he wouldn't look like that anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> <know you got> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> <laughs> this is Christian was a Ryan kind <laughs> of a uh, theory now I, I think no in terms of his defensive midfielder because well two things especially well, when you, I think Christopher here has always been quite clear that he was going to end up a centre-back. And part of the reasons why he played, or happened to play further up the field when he was younger was that he wanted to get the experience of having the ball and, and playing with the ball in competitive games more. But I think his plan was pretty much always to end up at centre-back. And I think if you look at, could he be a good defensive midfielder? I think he could. I think he can be a great centre-back. I think his ceiling in terms of potential is higher at centre back because I mean he's physique and his and the, the fact he can always pass the ball and, and so on. He's, he's perfectly suited to play that. And I also think in Rodgers's Celtic team, he probably doesn't want as much as a destructive centre, you know, a defensive midfielder. As in, you know, he wants a probably who's. Scott Brown is a good example, but somebody like he played with, um, with a Swansea, uh, what was his name? Um, what, central midfielder? Central Joe Mid- Allen? No, J- Joe yeah, Allen and um, almost, what's his name again? Yeah, what'd you call not Biton, yeah? but... <laughs>
0: uh, um, thingy by, by Britain. Britain, Britain, Leon Britain.
3: He's a slightly different kind of defensive midfielder in terms of, he's not your Matic- kind of type of destroy. He's somebody who can who can play a bit. So I think he would When Scott Brown goes, he wants somebody who's maybe a slightly more of a playmaker. Two and
0: words for you, Louis. Near bit on, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, Dermot, uh, the Hamilton game, just because we're coming up, we want to kind of put a little bit more focus on the Glasgow Derby because they think there's something they're going to be tell, taught a fucking lesson, let's be honest about it. Um, the Celtic-Hamilton game, what's your kind of thoughts <laughs> on that game? Is it... Uh, shite, wasn't
4: it? Yeah, it was just a bit of an, a nothing game. Um, disappointing that we weren't really putting Hamilton to bed, you know. We kind of dragged it out. Uh, I kind of agree with Christian, you know, it wasn't a terrible performance, but it just was a terrible game of watch. It's a terrible game of watch and there just wasn't a whole lot about it. Uh, it didn't fill us with a whole load of hope, thinking it's oh, brilliant, we're set up for Sunday now and um, you know, we're going from strength to strength and it looks like a team's, you know, clicking and got a spark about it. Um and some was just... It's sad when you get to a stage where you're just happy to get a few wins on the board. You know? It was <laughs> a, it a it bit it like that and not con- yeah, and not concede.
1: It was a very typical performance of, like, last season at Parkhead. Um, where well, it was, well, it just it, came it out was quite w- turgid and, and yeah. just quite boring, really. Um, I mean, last season we had you know, with Stuart Armstrong and
0: Paddy Roberts on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, <a> clearly <laughs> things have changed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well done, good luck. Um, I think Rogers came out and said in his post-match press conference that that was the type of game we might have drawn last season. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are, myself included, uh, would turn around and say, Oh, well, you know, that performance isn't good enough. I don't think that performance was good enough, but we did only win, you know, I think we played Hamilton... Twi- three, twice, twice Parkhead last season. We beat them one nil, we beat them two nil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stuart Armstrong got a double, and Roberts with uh, the solo goal, um, <laughs> the to goal. The wonder goal, the wonder goal. But no, I just, I'm, I'm getting tired of every single week talking about these games and saying. Rang
1: them, Chris. What's what is Rang that's team? Isn't that bad, of it. Yeah. I know. How come they can't turn up for games? I don't know. Unless it's a big game. See, on Sunday, I bet they turn up and they destroy them, but and yet all the fans that are going to these types of games are turning up and getting to watch utter draws I, I, again manager right I'm, I'm upset <laughs> sack him <laughs>
0: dial it back oh Jesus, <laughs> dial it back roll up. out the bus um, but the thing is though what I, I, I would say bus. is I'm getting tired of week on week saying well as long as we win like, I find myself saying that week on week now like although well, if,
3: you, if you do say it every week you're going to have a pretty good season
0: yeah but we don't always win I just you know halfway through that Hearts game at Tynecastle, Castle I knew we just wouldn't wouldn't win like there are some games where you're looking at it like the Hamilton game it wasn't the bit. it, it was a rubbish game to watch it was boring right but I think you're right it was a control performance I think that says more about Hamilton than it does about us but man for man on that pitch that man for man that's the best team in the league so there's no question about ability we have from an ability wise we are just the best team in the league right no question. So it's something else. It's are we. I don't know, and I'm, we're not football. This is the point we we always try and make clear. We're we're not football experts. We are just football fans. And um, Christian, you look into the the kind of statistical side of it, essentially. Um, but you just look at that team, and you are like, as you just said a minute ago, what the fuck? What's wrong? Because. We're not being. We're not, we're not coming out with confidence. We're not coming out with a, a level of aggression. We're just kind of ticking along. We're not. We're not. Yeah. The, the performances are from a f- technically football point of view fine, but they don't look like they're enjoying themselves. which is the main thing for me, and I also think that he's putting his hand up. He's putting it up slowly. and Louis. It's a bit like. Uh... A, he's pointed to it's the dialer picture. A, it's a bit
1: like when uh, Brendan Rogers came in oh, and uh, he took over from a team that were pretty flat. Yeah, and he gave them some oomph. Christians
0: looking we at spark. Christians looking at Louis, very romantic. Which, which, which is the which is the grass is always greener? <laughs> you know, it's just the yeah. worry? So we are. You are joking. You don't
3: want <laughs> Brendan Rodgers to leave. I mean, this won the last two in the Norwegian a, League, so... How about joking? Are you joking? No, no. <laughs>
0: okay, silence everyone. Do you want Brendan Rodgers to leave Celtic?
1: <laughs> uh, no. I don't. I just want him to fucking Be sort good. it out, man. Sort it out. Get this whole thing good, fixed. To Do you know what? And I've seen it. people people tweeting about it, and, and I think they're dead right in many ways. Maybe the, the deeper issues in terms of the, the squad, maybe not. But sign... Hill, the boy for Wigan signed this French centre half uh, um, from the halve of it. Aye, yeah. signed the boy on loan, the centre half that we wanted that went to um, Leicester. Sign those three, and, and we're not gonna get a, a, a fourth. We're not gonna get a right back, but you know. If you think so, we're, by the way, if you think
0: we're getting no, 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 no <laughs> I, 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 I don't we'll think, I don't
1: half, think, I don't think we, I don't think we'll sign a single person. But you know, get them in. Get a few players in, win on Thursday, win on Sunday, and things are way better than what they've been the last few weeks. Way, way better. Yeah. It's not as if there is a huge amount to do. It's all within Celtic's power to do it. But my worry is that the board and the manager and the squad, everybody's just getting their head in the sand right now and it's not going to be resolved.
0: I think... We're a spark away from getting back on track.
1: I don't think we're too far Something
0: off. Track. Needs to get There's a couple of things, though. Well, I just want to kind of make this point. It's okay to dissent, it's okay to be upset that Celtic aren't playing. We've done the treble two years in a row, which is a phenomenal thing to do. But it's okay to, in the now and in the moment, be like, this isn't good enough. It's okay to turn around and think to yourself, it's okay to question Brendan Rodgers, it's okay to question the players. We're not saying that Rogers should be sacked. We're not saying we want rid of the players. You have to have a dissenting voice, and I'm not talking about booing. And I'm not. I'm just what we are doing right now, because essentially, I'm really not happy with how Celtic are, and it's a lot of things. It's to do with how we're playing. It's to do with the fact that we're lacking oomph. Um, and uh, listen, I also understand all the reasons for them, we've had a lot of injuries we've had a lot of unlucky injuries the manager's not been able to bring in uh, the players he wants, etc it's fine, and we will get through it I think we're a spark away from something back, back on track, but there's nothing wrong with being have a dissenting voice Viva Leverushion.
3: Preach, brother, it's a nice speech um. he's such a prick <laughs> he sucks the life out of everything I think what Celtic need at you just said it's kind of like a reset and I think once this week is over um, Celtic will highly likely be in the Europa League so you can cross that off you know we're going to be playing you've had one game against Rangers if you win that you're already four points I think four points clear of them and the transfer window will be over and then it's international break so there's there's a couple of weeks before any more games and I think if you can have a good week now if you can get somebody in Good, fine. Even if not, you're, this this the season up till now is almost a separate season. It's like a mini-season. And then once you come back from international break now, you know who your players are going to be. You know where you're going to be playing in terms of Europe. <laughs> and things will then hopefully start to settle into a rhythm from that point. If you have a bad week this week, you'd, you know it'll be a long two week before the next game, and and, and my talking yeah. about. Th- so t- so it's 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 a big week
0: talking about things that are dead. Um, <laughs> Rangers, <laughs> Dermot, Um we're just going to start with your se right on the forty five. Don't you worry about that, sir. So. Um, talk. Would you, I want to get you just your thoughts um, on them.
4: Oh, yeah, I think there's been a lot of hype Uh folk are getting carried away. Uh, I can understand why with Gerard and. All of these uh, sort of new signings coming in. Um, but yeah, I was heartened after watching the Motherwell game. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the only time I've really seen them apart from the European games, and they've played sort of Dross and Europe up, up to now. Uh, yeah, I mean, their defence is worse than ours. Do uh, you think so? I think it's pretty poor to concede three to Motherwell. Yeah. Uh, simple errors. Uh, th- these guys have been talked up. Really You know your goals And and, and, and aye, I don't think We've really got that much To fear now Before Sunday I was actually a bit Worried Worried About um, the, the Sunday after But not now I,
1: I agree I, t- I started to get To, to believe the hype mm-hmm. And then I watched The model game And I realised Crap Does she? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and um No, I I think they've got a couple of, I think they've got a couple of decent individuals. Guarantee, guarantee Lafferty will score. I'm definitely going to put money on that. But I agree with you. I don't think their defence is very good. And I I think Tavenier, we need to target him from a defensive, try to get him being on the defensive. Target him. And those two centre halves, I mean, could you imagine those two centre halves with and belly and French Eddie up against them. I mean, we would; they would be humiliated. And, and, I, and I really don't think. I think their their strongest positions actually up front will Lafferty and Morelos. And I think the midfield again is quite poor. I think it's quite weak, and it's it's. And I, I like that. I watched them. They've been playing that boy Ajaria, um, the the boy they've got on loan from Liverpool. The young guy. I don't think he'll play. I think it'll be it'll be Halliday it'll be Arfield um, it'll be you know players hard working aye it'll be Halliday experience know what it's like Arfield and Jack yeah
0: right we'll we'll get to the Rangers thingy I'll just give my two cents on it before we bring Christian in with his fucking (laughs) fucking stat bombs Um, but no like um, so I've watched um, I've watched a handful of their games I've watched a couple of their games in Europe um, and in the European games they reminded me of, like, a really good SPL side. Like, they're really well-drilled, they're really well-organised, they've got decent players in different uh, decent positions, but I've I've said this for weeks, their midfield are not impressed by them at all. Uh, Lafferty coming in is a wild card for them. That's, he's odds-on to score against us, he really is. Whether it's the, 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 a goal in a 4-1 thrashing or where it's the equaliser and a 1-0, who knows hopefully it'll kind of be a meaningless goal but he he knows these games they're starting to get players who know how to win these games, Andy Halliday's a chump Andy Halliday's a, a nothing and a nobody right but they're filling up the team the, 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 their team are hard working they got a really hard working midfield they got a decently hard working backline but they're not great football players I don't know if the stats back that up. But they probably don't. They, they're, they're hard-working. They don't concede a lot of goals. But the reason they've not conceded a lot of goals is because they've not... I think Motherwell did something to them the way that no one else has. In Christian's the, point. They've not played so anyone good. Well. You
3: know, let's go to the stats. Go to the stats. Because the, the stats... Stats gone now. Christopher, back you up. What?! Are you they, serious? They back you up. And this is. Fucking loves the
1: stats now, doesn't it? Why well, <laughs>
3: stats, man? So I was, I was looking at this today and I, and I looked at ranges. By the way, I'm going to go to the toilet. There, <laughs> I, well, cardinal rule of, of, of stats is that, especially in a small sample like you have, like, you shouldn't, and this sounds contrary to you shouldn't look at too much at the goals because the goals over a small amount of games are quite unreliable. Let me try and get that. You can see it on your camera. <laughs> because, you, you know, you, you might have a really good game you score and everything. So, over a short set of games, it's better to look at things like, like shots and, and also expected goals, but even looking just at shots. So, in the four games Rangers has played against Premiership opposition, so three league games against Kilmarnock away, they've actually conceded more shots Than they've got. Oh, really? Which is, Mm -hmm. and from that to get even two wins and two draws, it's quite difficult. You know, in terms of the stats, are are quite. You know, if if they keep conceding more shots than they create, they're not even going to take as many points as they have for now. They're definitely not going to score as many goals. And if you do, if you drill a slightly deeper into it, when we, in terms of our stat nerds, when we look at finishing, and we look at. How likely is it that a team will keep scoring at the current rate? We look at three things specific. Well, we look at expected goals towards goal scores, but you can even drill down into just the shot percentages and we look at how many shots have been scored of all shots, how many shots have gone on target, and how many of the shots on target have been scored. And and ranges are at the moment of their shots have been on target and that's a really high amount and it's unsustainable. They're just going through a patch where they're taking shots they're hitting the target because the amount of goals they're scoring in terms of how many they get on target is is quite a normal rate and in those games, four games, they've scored on almost 22% of their shots. against. that's unsustainable rates so just the basics like the shots kind of back that up that I think the Having watched them, they're they're good, but they're also you know you know they're not great in, in, in the stats as well because against Premiership opposition, even I, it's fair enough, they've had the people uh, players sent off and that kind of shapes the game. But to concede more shots than you Get have out. against Kilmarnock, Aberdeen, Saint Mir, and, and Motherwell. That doesn't bode well. Even though the results are overall pretty good.
0: So Motherwell gained their first point
3: against Rangers. And Motherwell has been due that, in terms of stat-wise.
0: Yeah, Motherwell have have started the season relatively well. They've just been quite unlucky, right? But essentially, Rangers, if they're pushing for the title, to basically draw with Motherwell, giving Motherwell their first point of the season, to just about beat St Mirren, um, I know they beat them, but essentially they didn't overpower them the way. And I know we are talking about Hamilton, right? But we are in a period where we're trying to get our, our jujus back. Yeah, I mean, Whereas they're all they, this is them at their their premium the point. Time. This is them when they when their Rogers came in. Yeah. So this Drew, is a, we're trying to get our, Stella's trying to get our groove back, right? So Drew, that,
1: Drew with a tired Aberdeen who scored late on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Terrible Aberdeen. Yeah. They were down to ten men. I and should even, point even that if out if
3: you look at Ranchers' European performances away, which I think is most relevant for, for the game on Sunday, they probably, you know, probably adapt a similar style. They've in, in those three games away, they had twenty six shots for forty one against forty one. They had, had forty one shots against. They haven't conceded a single goal, and that that is pure luck. That will if you keep conceding, uh, how many is that per game? F- almost fourteen shots per game, and not conceding. You're just lucky. And if, and if you keep conceding that, you will keep conceding goals. If they concede 14 shots on
0: target against
3: us. Well, that's, that's, that's total. But even so... Yeah, we'll go and put them
0: in. So, Dermot, how are you feeling Um, coming into it um, from a Celtic point of view? I know we've talked about where we are, etc. But this is a whole new idea. This is a team, this is a club that thinks they deserve everything without actually having to work for it. They think they're in a position where they're going to try and take our crown. Um, We will be up for this, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think
4: they are deluded. uh, And there has been just so much hype around it. Um, As far as how Celtic are doing, it's it's not been a great start to the season. Uh, When the fixtures were announced, I I couldn't wait for Sunday. I really couldn't wait for it. I thought we were going to five, six past them just you know, would have had a few games under our belt and get go in and get ready to tell them apart. Would have been in the Champions League, etc. Um, don't don't quite feel that as of <laughs> just now, but I'll take the the win against Hamilton, take a win on Thursday, and I'll, I'll be quietly confident. I'll be crapping myself before the game.
0: Of course, know, let me let me ask you this, right? Um, Celtic and Rangers go to Russia. Right, because that's obviously their second tie. They get out, knocked out of the Europa League. Okay? They go to come to Parkhead, and they lose quite convincingly. Do you think their fans turn around and go, here, wait a minute, and then what's happened the last two years happens again? Or do you think they go, okay, start of a new chapter, let's be sensible. I'm talking about Rangers fans. Let's be sensible, yeah. <laughs> and let's actually focus. Or do you think if they lose the next two games, that... They will start to turn around and say, "Hold on a minute." I I don't think
4: it's just down to the next two games. I don't think they'll ever be sensible. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just hysteria about that place. <laughs> uh, so, I, th- I think that they're in my good show going through in Europe. I think, you know, uh, I think we'll we'll put them back in their place, and that will be the, a bit of a wake up call for them. And it's like Christian says, and they're going to start hitting problems in the Scottish League anyway. Yeah, uh, Hearts Rangers. Could be a cracking game.
0: Yeah. Um. So Louis, in terms of how Celtic are gonna look at the game, we've got. A, we we're luckily we don't have to come kind of, travel back and forth to Russia, so we've got that little kind of um, barrier for us that we don't have to kind of cross. Uh, how are you feeling in terms of personnel? Because obviously, as we talked about earlier, we went from uh, we played back four and we've played a back three this season. Uh, Gamboa's featured uh, at right back Lustig's featured at right back Lustig's fe- featured at centre half obviously there's the Jack Hendry scenario you're looking at the fact that has just came back in from a defensive point of view let's focus on that what do you think the best course of action would be?
1: 3-5-2 Brendan Rodgers wanted to play a f- 3 five, 2 before Dembele and Edouard get injured Um, I thought it was funny how when, was it, Dembele got injured, we decided to, he he decided to revert to to old, rather than put Griffiths in and maintain that formation, and yet when Dembele came back, Griffiths Although Eddie was out, he brought Griffiths back in. And played him on the left, and, and essentially. And played him, but went back to that against Hamilton, so went back to the 3-5-2. Um, I think that's what he wants to do. I think that's the formation he wants to be in. Um, and I think it makes sense for a number of different reasons. I think Lustig's experience...
0: Oh, something good about <laughs> Lustig on the podcast yes. from someone else other than me
1: it's an inability to play football is a bit of a worry but his no, experience is good I never questioned that um, his experience is good I think um, I think they'll I think they'll play Morelos and Lafferty so th- three against the two probably makes sense I think their most their kind of other biggest threats are in the wide areas and you've got Tierney with Tavernier and you've got Forrest who will happily track back for uh, the Beresic boy um, they've got a left back now um, and it allows us to then obviously have Dembele and hopefully French Eddie up top against their possibly back three but uh, guaranteed Katic and Goldson are going to play and I think you know the two French boys up against them they're going to they're gonna embarrass them um, so, <laughs> defensively, <laughs> <laughs> no question. No, no, no,
4: absolutely, French Eddie's uh, not fitted uh, it, is not fit. The minute is it? Yeah.
1: Back in training, he'll get a wee half hour on Thursday, and then he'll he'll start on Sunday. That's my prediction. Um, so the back, so, you, so are I think gonna go back three. So I think back three. I think lose the guy on Boyata will be the back three um, with Tierney
0: No, let's not. No, that's no. Back no three. Just back so three. back three. Being in th- did I say that. Oh, fuck oh, off.
1: I'm, I'm, obviously, Gordon's going to play, but he's a dick.
0: <sighs> Imagine running the whole length of the pitch to go celebrate with Boyata to show a bit of solidarity with your teammate. Yeah. Imagine supporting you, the members of your your own team. That's awful. Damn it! Somebody says if the Green Brigade should have came down and slapped him, it's <laughs> <laughs> not even joke. Uh, no. Dematron three or, five or four. I think it's a tough decision.
4: I think if uh, if Edward doesn't fit, then. Would you just go um, a <laughs> 4-5-1? Yeah, I, no, go, go with three. I think you you've Do you want to go with three? You look hesitant. No, I do. I, I really didn't think... Uh, real that it, team. I didn't, I, but I didn't think Edward was going to be fit, but I'm going to be positive and just hope that he is and actually just go with them.
0: Okay, so three at the back. Christian, I think you... you yeah, trade the back. ...alluded to that as well. Um, yeah, I think... I I, I don't know. Part, think, of me, part of me thinks I don't know four at the back is just safer
3: I think yeah. it's safer with three the way they're playing now because just because the players Celtic having that back three because you have Boyata back I think as we talked about it allows maybe a and also Lustig to be a bit more aggressive but you also got Tierney who can fall down to a left back and a wing back but you also got Lustig who can push up as, yeah, as a right just, back so I, I think it just suits the players I, and and I think Offensively now, I think, if you, especially if we have Eddie and Dembele, they're both really good at dropping quite deep and being a really good link between the midfield and the attack. More than, I would say, Griffith is. So, yeah, I just think it suits. And I also think it'd be interesting now what Rangers do because they went from a back four to a back three of Motherwell. And they get embarrassed. Do they go back to a back four... When Celtic probably is going to have two centre forwards around them, which can be an interesting. So I think by going with two forwards, you kind of give Rangers a really tough dilemma as well. So Christian,
1: can I give you a scenario? Yes, oh, look at please. this! He's excited about it. Go on, right? Go so on, like. on yourself, son. Thank very, you. I'm very proud of right? you. Thank you. He played four at the back. He then went three at the back, as you say. At the weekend they've got quite a tough game mm-hmm. um, against this Russian team. Um, They'll in, go five in, in Russia, in, I think. In Russia. If he goes back to the four that they've been playing and they know when they're in Russia the game before, is that what he has to do against us on Sunday? Can he even contemplate going to a three? Against us? Against us. Going four, three, four, three. (laughs) After the three, the experiment of the three didn't work. Can he really do that?
3: So I don't know how, why he would, why he went for the three with Motherwell. I presume it is because Motherwell is is known to play two up front and play three five two as well. So you, you kind of put yourself in a, in a dilemma there because Celtic is highly likely going to play two up front as well. So it's you're
0: going to go like for like essentially.
3: I, I, I think if, if he wants to play three against Celtic, I mean the, the game in Russia will be slight, I think be similar to to the Celtic game for them. But in the case that you know they're not going to look to take control or attack because they haven't in any of their away games. Yeah. And I think the thing with Celtics, I think they're going to go quite deep with three or five at the back.
0: I think they may go five at the back, but that essentially yeah. is like a, a three with two kind of fullbacks. Um, you know, what I think is quite interesting is uh, Tavernier... Is it, that's how his name is it? Ta- Tavernier? Some say Tavernier. Yeah. Well, Tavernier was at fault for the, the winning goal. that uh, goal. Not the, the winning goal, the equalising goal in the last minute. He was also at fault for one of the other Motherwell goals. Um, Which was two set pieces, to be mm-hmm. fair. That's a good point. Um, that Something we're fantastic at. It's going not, to the weekend. Get nothing to worry about. <laughs> Something we're not going to bother them with. Um, but Tavernier, um, great delivery, no question. Um, but so Fuck.
3: <laughs> he's not a defender see if
0: you're see, see if you're a fullback and you get great delivery but you can't defend so yeah. you, you, you're an idiot I mean, um,
3: he, he is those classic he, he creates a ridiculous amount of chances he's involved in a lot but he is that classic you know almost traditional attacking right back in that he can't really defend and you you have to do both now yeah, uh, to, to be a, a top class one so he's kind of like almost a throwback to somebody who's just going yeah um, who's all forward and it's not the first time there's been Christians around him defensively. I think they're just always going to be there.
0: Alan Hutton for Scotland rampaged up the right hand side, <laughs> and he just rampaged still, down again. No, yeah. no, no, no. But then he just just a walk back. Yeah. Scotland <laughs> and the the, the goals. Scotland, when Scotland conceded the goals against like Poland, home and away, it was his fault. Um, they conceded two other goals that were his fault in that campaign that cost us. The fact is. Tavernier is going. To, is there to be got at? I'll give you a star. Okay, right. star.
3: Give me a star. So I think Rangers has been. I think the the kind of narrative of being around them being, you know, the the backs and wing backs That's where their, you know, creativity come from in terms of they have lots of crosses into the box. In terms of crosses per game against Premiership opposition, love all this. I'm back. Celt- Celt- Celtic's got almost four more crosses a game than Rangers. However, Oof. when you look at crosses allowed, and this is maybe we come back to what Tavernier is weaknesses, Celt- uh, Rangers has allowed almost over 13 crosses a game and compared to Celtic 5. So while they are... They, 13 to 5? Yeah, Celtic is allowed 5 per game. Celtic, uh, Rangers just over 13 They've so, allowed so 5
1: crosses into their own boxes Is that yeah. what that means? So, so, Rangers it's not
0: cost us this season <laughs> <laughs> So Rangers are Everyone also also else can be
3: fucking loose They're allowing a lot of Crosses to be sent in Now one thing you can say, it depends on the positions of those crosses Because if they're far out, that's fine But it's not, it kind of points towards There's issues there that you talk about Whereas Rangers create a lot Up the wings There's also a lot of things happening in their own defensive wings Where teams have the time to, to pump in balls and the same thing is in, in europa league away games it's, it's it's the same there i mean they've had 13 crosses against per game there as well which and they only had seven four so you know i think that points to as you say there's issues at, with the fullbacks
0: yeah i, I just looking at the, the rangers team that kind of played against model um lafferty Morellas, you know like you know, Rate Morellas or not, he does put a shift in. He is, yeah. he is a bit. He, he, puts, makes, he puts himself about. I and think it causes I think, problems. I, I think, I think under the right manager, he could be a good player. Yeah, he could be an know. asset. But I think his attitude is a bit.
3: I don't. Know, I think he is. I think he is a good player. What's really damaged his reputation in Scotland is his his performances against Celtic <laughs> specifically. It's just fallen through at those moments, and and you know the sample of games is getting quite big now that. It's it's all of them. I think he's had five or six against Celtic, and they're all kind of panned out sort of the same way. So, but he is. I think he's a good player. He's one of the best strikers in the Premiership. He's been hung out to dry by
4: his team as well, because yeah. the rest of the players have been useless against Celtic. But the the focus has been on him and what's he going to do. And he was never going to do anything on his own, you and know, he's I'm trying. A to, open he's calls. missed. He's <laughs> it. yeah, missed the goals. <laughs> eye. Yeah. The,
1: the one. The one. You're thing, right. I agree with you. The one thing that that. Gerard's absolutely got to do, which, regardless of whether he even wants to, um, he has to put someone on Scott Brown. Scott Brown's had so much influence in these games recently um, that the Rangers fans have been crying out for him to be stopped and him to be because he's been allowed to dictate things. And I think Scott Scott Brown, I think he'll end up he will deliberately put someone on him to man mark him the whole game and that could fall into our favour in terms of freeing it, up it, space it, 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 and they're already kind of average midfield they're going to be so focused on Scott Brown hopefully it creates holes in other places my only worry is and it's the one thing that's I think really been detrimental to us recently is the fact that there's so much space between our midfield three and um, and my worry is that that continues and, mm-hmm. and they're allowed to dominate in the middle of the pitch. Not because they're better, but because we've got so much space around our players. It, it,
3: it was, in the Hamilton game especially, when, when Celtic was building up from the back, Rodgers was right out on the touchline. Oh, sorry, it's not Rodgers, he is on the touchline. Roderick was right out of the touchline. He was kind of like just behind Forrest. And it happened so many times in the... Fr- and kind of with McGregor tony as well. So so the spacing in that midfield when Celtic was building up... Like, Brown was in the middle and McGregor and, and Rodjick was on each side. And there, there was lots of spaces there. And I don't know... It seemed intentionally that Rodjick should go out wide and then try to go into the middle once Celtic's in the final third. But yeah, it was, it was slightly odd because I don't think... Giving Rogers the ball... Rodjick, bloody hell... right out on the touchline... About on the halfway line, it's just I don't think it's very effective. How, oh I, I,
1: I have
0: another question. Oh, this one's for you, Chris. Oh, I'm excited. I'm very excited, Dermot. Look how excited I am.
1: How Put, do you solve a problem like Cal McGregor and Tam Roger
0: you know that's exactly what I was just about both, to bring in? Both have yeah. to I got both an answer. have to play. Okay, and let me let me I got the answer. Right, okay. So essentially when we look at our midfield, there are people in that midfield that pick themselves and Chamon Brown are the two who are always gonna play. Okay? Correct. Um, we look at the right-hand side, and it's Forrest. Correct. Okay, so you get three. So we get two positions. If French Eddie is back, well, that'll be the part. he'll be part of the two, so that's fine. Yep. So we've got, for me personally, and I think uh, Alex was mentioning this as well, um, McGregor in the middle links up the midfield better. Yep. I agree with that. I think Kyle McGregor wide left is quite ineffective that's not to say he doesn't put a shift in he's just it's not the his best position um so it kind of becomes a shit out between tom roger and Callum mcgregor for these games that's- and both of them sorry let me make this finish this point both of them have excelled in these games both of them have scored goals over the last two seasons both of them have sc- have been match winners um, Cal McGregor scoring goals In Scottish Cup semi-finals Scoring goals at Ibrox. Um Do you think in
3: Cham's Automatically stick on? Oh
4: That's
3: I don't think the discussion is Is it McGregor or Rogic? Because that's, that's Cal McGregor Cal McGregor yeah. will, will start I think the discussion is whether It's Rogic or Cham it, I think it's Roderick or Griffiths if, if, if French Eddie is ready It's Dembele And French Eddie if not I think he looks at do you do Rodjick a bit further back or do you put Griffiths in so I think it's the, the midfield three um, Brown Cham McGregor Forrest on the right and then either Rodjick or Griffiths together with Dembele unless French Eddie is there
0: actually we're f- completely forgetting Cairn Tierney if we're playing three at the back no no he's he's, he's well there left is he not Tierney's on, Tierney's, the left, yeah, so. Tierney's on the left. Yeah, Tierney's on the left. at Robert's.
3: So, you essentially play Rodjick maybe at the tip of the midfield or just behind him, Billy. Who's at the tip? Rodjick. <laughs> 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 Always. <laughs> weird.
0: weird. Uh, okay, so we got Tierney and uh, Forrest as mm-hmm. your two wide players. They're in the bank. You can take them yeah. home. Even if you lose the quiz, they're in the bank. Um, then you have Browning and Cham. That four picks himself if we're playing a back three. So then we look at, let's say, French Eddie's fit.
3: Mm-hmm. You play him in the belly. Yep. With McGregor.
0: And you drop Roderick. You drop Roderick.
3: Yes. Over, over French Eddie, yes. Okay. Louis, what do you do? Well,
1: I'm just looking at how we lined up in the last game against them. Um, and... F- with Gordon and Goals we'd I would say we actually had a back three of Lustig, Boyata, Ayer and we had Forrest, Tierney on either side and Cham and Brown with Rogic and McGregor and French Eddie on and his French Eddie up top
3: himself so
0: so Rogic would be playing in the position that French Eddie would play
3: well you'd probably play slightly differently but yeah did, I, did, I think so yeah
0: the, the left. I, I think
3: you essentially have four central midfielders: Brown, Cham. The left McGregor. hand, the
0: ha- left hand half space. That's what <laughs> you just took the <laughs> one.
1: <look, laughs> yes! yes! yes!
3: Try see it. Half space! <laughs> Fucking love the half space. <laughs> for,
1: um, right, so. um, for me, I think I, I really do want to see. I want to see French Eddie and Dembele both start up front. So uh, if you are talking about the five, I think you are right. Brown and Cham. Stick ons there, um, Forrest KT. KT on either side, and then uh, you just uh, you just have to play Tam. Uh, there's just no way you can't play Tam, uh, you just can't see, not. Start see,
0: in, him. Any, in any other situation, I would say I agree with you, however, Rogic hasn't. Well, no, very very no, no, but he's, Look
1: he's at what he's done,
0: man. We're talking Look about how though. he rises.
1: He rises to the occasion on the big occasions. I'm not questioning him. Not, can't, I, love, tec- I love him. Technically, I love him. But the greatest. <laughs> he's better than anybody else. His feet are better than anybody else.
4: He hasn't been he, very good he, though. He, oh,
1: damn it! Damn it! What would you do? Stop fucking, Baddy Roberts.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If only. Um, I think you're right. I mean, the team to be the same old team isn't it you know if, if it's three five two, I think the big thing is will French Eddie be fit if he's not then it's interesting that he, he had started for. I'd forgotten that McGregor and Roderick together um, and it could be just the same with Dembele up front uh, well, and supp- that's, that's not supp- a bad team I suppose the
1: que- his question is then if, if French Eddie isn't fit does he stick with Dembele and Griffiths like he did at the weekend or do you just go with no, I think he'd
0: Dembele go back up. to what he
4: did before and do Dembele up, front, Dembele in Dembele up maybe. front
0: yeah I think I think if, if, if French Eddie's not fit I think what Christian says about Tom Logic being in the left hand half space yeah. McGregor behind him Dembele and Cham and uh, Brown which actually would work better than Griffiths in that position I think you know, you kind of hit on it earlier like, Griffiths uh, developing as a player is kind of went backwards. Griffiths doesn't look on form. Um, I'm not saying he's not, but, but, but you know for a fact the thing is with Griffiths, yeah, he, he, he only game, needs yeah. one goal. And see if he scores in the
1: first five minutes, he'll score a hat trick. He's that type. Absolutely. And, and, and his finishing is. You know that that goal score that Ibrox when he hits it into the top oh, corner. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's, I, he can pull that out of his locker at any time. I don't think form really is a is a big concern for the, Griffiths. the, the
0: thing. The thing with Griffiths is you got a lot of people who um, just hate on him because he's is quite an old. He's not French. It's an excellent point. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but there are a lot of people who dislike him. Um, I've said this to my, my father and but my father's a massive fan of Lee Griffiths, right? <clears throat> but even he will, you know, French Eddie is far superior, Dembele is far superior. He's kind. Of, Griffiths at Celtic is kind of like Andy Murray, where he's a really, really good player in his, in his time at Celtic, but he's got Djokovic and the Dal in front of him, and he's just not going to dislodge them. And that's kind of where Griffiths is. He's a really good player, and in any other Celtic team, he's the number nine. But in this one, he's third choice, and I think... He realizes that he seems to be a lot half. He seems to be getting his head down. He's looking. There's talk of a new contract, etc. But if it comes to comes to that situation, you go Dembele and French Eddie, or Dembele and Rogic. I think I don't go Dembele and Griffiths. if French Eddie's not fit. Then Hmm. I think you kind of want to have
4: a forward on the bench, a striker on the bench. Just given Dembele's sort of history, anyway, uh, it wouldn't make any sense. Dembele may not
0: be here on Sunday. (laughs)
4: I <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. so, no, of course yeah. he will. <laughs> he'll be a dick. But I mean, he, he does get injured. Uh, yeah. And you don't want to be left chucking Sinclair up front and after 40 Sinclair? minutes. Would,
0: would there be any chance of him. I thought that was involved? one
4: of Rogers' bravest things last year, was dropping him for that Old Farm game after like. Old Firm doesn't of, exist, mate. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that <laughs> game against someone.
3: Uh, but it was. It, it's quite telling that I don't think anybody thinks Sinclair's going to start. Like, no. this is not even in See, the he did play
0: again. When Mikey Johnson's getting a game ahead of him in
3: Sadova, I just he, think, with wonder- the tree at the back as well, didn't going gonna kind of have yeah. that left side role?
0: I, I like Sinclair a lot. And I think that, you know, he's...
3: I don't know. Cool. Play. Dermot, I've got a question oh, for you. Oh, he's got
0: a oh, go. question for everybody. I love
1: it. In terms of Thursday, do you play the team that you're going to play... Because, let's face it, the bigger test is Sunday, Right. Do you play the team that you're going to play on Sunday, even if it's just for 45 minutes, 50 50 minutes and then change it up, or do you rest players from the offset?
4: Uh, it's, It's tempting to rest players for me, but I don't think you can treat them with that kind of lack of respect. No, just given that we can concede against anyone, because we are pretty shite. That's the thing that just kind of what is. See if we got a couple of goals up, then aye. I mean, take it easy. Um, I don't think we really need to give that team the Sunday's team a run out because I think we've Celtic yeah, have played those played together, yeah. formations together. They they kind
3: I don't know. I think I think another game. I think Rodgers has the system he wants to now. I think another game in that system will actually do them well be it for 55 60 minutes yeah I just Um, get
4: paranoid about injuries though
3: I know but that team were quite dirty Sudiva were quite dirty It could happen anyway I I think it will play roughly the same formation at least and and most of the same players
1: I I just think it would be interesting because we're playing you know they're both home games you know get Get them, a, get them a run out, and allow those players in that formation on that pitch to build a bit of confidence. And the new lights well, are going to be on. Everybody exactly. wants to play. It's going to be, a, it's going to yeah. be fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um. Just kind of as we're kind of finishing up here, what are you expecting from Rangers? We're expecting, a, <coughs> excuse me, a, a team that are hard working. Ryan Jack <coughs> can be a bit of a Ned sometimes, so Aye. we're expecting him to try and do Brown.
4: He's doing Brown. Lafferty will do Tierney within eight minutes, I think. I think it'll be a disgraceful challenge. I'm just looking into the future. I can see it happening. Their fans going crazy and they'll walk away with a ticking off. That, it's it's going to
3: happen. Demons you well, can just see
4: it, you know. Do
1: you know, it'll be a big test for them because they've they've had, what, three games already this season where they've had a man sent off. Yeah. So they're... And, 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 and yeah. Ger- Gerard has said, obviously... Uh, that he's not been happy with their disciplinary record how because they're going to be so fired up how they manage to keep their cool I would I would be very very surprised if they don't have a man sent off in the game and we will be far better than that
0: Motherwell is the first time they've went behind this season and, the, and domestically is what I mean um, and so or is it the first, I think overall yeah. overall <laughs> in Europe League as well um, I think I think Thursday holds the key for them though I yeah, really I,
1: think Thursday will have a huge bearing on them psychologically I mean
0: depending on how the, the biggest disappointment for me under under the Rodgers uh, reign so far has the, the game at Christmas time uh, at New Year when Celtic didn't turn up and we yeah. gave them a 0-0 draw we were all wanting to really show them and uh, we didn't turn up if Celtic I've said it before, I, I, it's, it's obvious. If both teams turn up and both teams play to their maximum, Celtic win, right? Mm-hmm. We're better than them all over the pitch. However, if Celtic turn up the way they have kind of turned up in recent weeks and concede an early goal, it could have been for a long afternoon, but, gentlemen. But
1: see, see that see that first game, the, the Roger's first game at Parkhead, the 5-1 game when Joey Barton was playing and all that. Mm. And it was all, you know signing Bruno Alves Julie Barton you know it was they, they're no, coming was, they're
4: going was that a uh, Swiss guy though? he was see, horrific
1: the performance that we put in to put them in I think it's going to be that type of scenario on steroids they're going to come <laughs> and think <laughs> the, no the confidence yeah. they went into that game with though it was mm-hmm. misplaced but they came in with such I think now is a hundred times more with Gerard there and, and the perceived great start they've had to the season.
0: But the the worst thing they could do for I personally think the worst thing they can do is come at because seeing you try to play football against Celtic, we destroy you.
1: One thing they have been doing though, I've noticed in the games that I've watched, they've been they've been pressing and pressing high up the pitch. And that's the one thing that we Yum. struggle to
4: cope yeah. with. Yum, delicious. No, <laughs> no. balls Her- Her- in mind, no problem. Hearts did that to us last year and that's how Put us under pressure. Yeah. That,
1: that's, that's my worry, and I think we need to do, we we need to be able to cope with that And I thought the first half, who was it? Was it the the Athens game at home? First half of the Athens game at home, we yeah. were really really good, excellent. Yeah, and the way that we played the ball forward, in between players, direct passes, kind of straight ahead to to another player, and we cut them open. If we can do that, we'll destroy them. But I, I, we've only done that in that one forty-five minutes so far. But that's the that's the blueprint, right see there. See the pressing
3: yeah. as well. I think it does help Celtic when they're three at the back centre backs because you do have then just the ability to create more essentially triangles to play around them, and, and Brown can drop in, and and so on. I just think it's easier to cope with that press if there's three at the back, and and Brown can drop as well. So I think. I'd be very I know if they play Morales and, and Lafferty on top as two, you know, traditional centre forwards I think it'd be if Celtic gets past them in the first press, whew, that midfield's gonna be so open.
0: Okay, so we're at that point of predictions. Um, I'll go first. I think Celtic will definitely concede to Kyle Lafferty, but I think Celtic will be three one up, three nil up at that point. Uh but then we'll get a goal in the last minute to make it 4-1. And uh, it'll finish 4-1 to Glasgow Celtic. Uh, what is it,
1: What has been in your vegan tea, friend? Um,
0: <laughs> goal scorers um, French Edouard. Mikel Lustig from a corner, of course. <laughs> Parody. And Kieran Tierney. And Lafferty will get theirs. Um, 4-1, Dermot. Um I think this is just what we need to sort of calm
4: the defence down, so I'll go 3-0. Uh, <laughs> Lovely. They're not After getting all the de- of the
0: shit talking about the defence. <laughs> they're getting
4: nothing. Uh, Boyata
0: Oof.
4: is going to get a score from my set piece. It's going to go back to Redemption. that ball, in- yeah, ball into a box. Hold
1: on, two things have to happen there. No. Boyata has to <laughs> score and we score from a set
4: piece. <laughs> you heard it here, it's going to happen uh, and it'll be I think if French Eddie plays, he's, he's in with a chance maybe getting a goal, but uh, Dembele is going to batter two into the net. going n- 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 to does it every. most times.
0: Blue dog. Oh, he's like this. Strap yourself in, lads. Okay, here we go. Goals fest. <laughs>
1: okay, here we go. Goals galore. <laughs> GG. Goals galore. Two pitch defences. Better uh, an attack than the defence. I think it's going to be. 3-2 Celtic Okay some um, some, some I yeah. think Tam will score of course I think Because uh, he is the greatest Denver's Because he two. is the greatest I think Denver's well. will get two um, Rangers players that will score It will be Kyle Lafferty And um, Who else Fucking No Morelis anyway An uh, on goal Just say an on goal uh, on goal old, on goal for Bayata. will right. get lynched
3: 2-0 Celtic I think um, they'll score fairly early in the first half and then I reckon a we'll set piece just before half time Rangers go into the dressing room going look we just don't want to lose 5-6-0 no. second half will just kind of peter out but yeah I think McGregor 1-0 from a corner to an Eltingeir, either Dembele or uh, Christopher Eyre.
0: You suck the fun at
3: everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just predicted the victory.
0: The most unfun victory in a Glasgow <laughs> Derby ever.
4: How many goals did Lafferty score against us he last scored, time around?
0: Well, he scored he one already he scored one. I know, but I mean he when he was at Rangers before. Scored he
3: scored in the 4-0 four,
0: four one, didn't he? Uh, I did know, he, uh, he, he means when he was at Rangers. Rangers oh, right. He did, he scored a couple, he did. Yeah. Um, not not too many, but He, he wasn't
4: prolific. causing us that much problem back then, and he was up against... He
0: was, was he was a bit. A bit do a you know what, against Caldwell and... Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm late on that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, okay, so that's our predictions. Uh, Dermot Coyle, pleasure as always. Thank you. Um We'll get see you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Godspeed. Yep. Uh, Lou Dog. Good luck, glad uh, Let's <laughs> let's hope we make it. Strap yourself <laughs> in. Don't you worry about that. Wink, wink. Christian uh, Wolf, pleasure as always. <laughs> yeah, see no, you on I'd,
3: Friday for not as many insults as I'm used to, but I'll maybe have them on Friday. Friday, hell. Things coming up on the website. Oh, yes, we've got a preview coming up on the website. Tomorrow by uh, Rory Price. About lunchtime, that should be out.
0: Yeah, am I doing that one or are you doing that one? Rory's doing it. I mean editing it. Oh, I'll do it. Okay. That's yes, fine. I'll do that it. seems like an awful <laughs> um,
3: scenario. Friday morning, Friday lunchtime, we'll have a preview of the Rangers game by uh, Matt Evans. We'll be live, Twitter live from, from Bath Street.
0: Stop saying where it's from. Okay. <laughs> no. I think everyone knows live from lunch Bath Street. So yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, so the
1: Hales won't be listening at this point. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Um, See, be fair though, just for someone who's not involved in other wee stupid videos, and not it's brilliant. See all the all the Excellent. content and considering it's all free, like, it's all it's fantastic. Premium really. content. Honestly, Premium it's free. fantastic. The only thing I would say is um where's Chris Boudman? Is he alright? Yeah. He's he's doing a brine. Oh no. <laughs> can we can we ever? He's away. he's gone he's dead
3: like forever, okay. forever.
1: Can, we get, can we get him back <laughs> listen well, that's, that's a, I'm putting a, I don't know if he listens to the show anymore <laughs> but Chris Boud we'd love to have you back in the show I guarantee
0: I'll have a Chris Bowd in the studio next week can I come back you'll be welcome back Fantastic. of course you're all welcome back <laughs> uh, and on that bombshell I'm Chris Gallagher we're the 90 Minutes Nick and we'll speak to you down the road are you
3: ready? The Rangers players must be
1: counting the days until they can get at Celtic's dodgy defence.
2: Here we are, they're out of the Champions League, they've lost in the league, they've had a disappointing second half performance in a 1 1 draw in Lithuania against Sudava. You, think he can tell us what to
1: do?
2: you know, I'm not going to talk about referees
1: here in the press conference, it's not important now it's done. But yeah, I thought we, we could have got a bit of a better performance from them as well.
0: You could what to wear. No Champions League money. No
3: sale of Dedrick Boyata. You
2: think that you're better?
0: The Rangers fans are well entitled to go see. I told you. I told you we were here. I told you we're the real team this season.
2: Well, you better get ready. Bow to the Masters. Rockets! Break it down! it again! Is this? into something? tired of doing what you oh, engine- uh... told right right. to do. That's a great Just to think yeah. right huh. you can tell me what to do? Know who you're talking to. Well, you to
0: the the you the 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 told you we the real team yeah, this season.
2: That's a a A big man oh, <laughs> treat you like you're a little man He's through distance Just the message Celtic <laughs> <Coming> again something <laughs> <The play. laughs> do like <laughs> again You tell me what to do. Here we are, and it's the biggest match of your career. Why? Because everything you stand for is on the line. We remember all the times you made people grovel for your money. These were people far less fortunate than you. People who could use your money for essentials. And what did you do? You made fun of them. You humbled them. And you humiliated them. Well, now it's my turn. I'm going to make you beg. You are going to get down on your hands and knees. This time, you'll be the one that's humbled. This time, you'll be the one that's humiliated. And this time, you will be the one that grovels for the money. A victim of your own greed, wallowing in the muck of avarice.